Hi there, child of God. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the Word of God this morning. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. And in this family, we're on a journey of growth daily with the Word of God. Amen. So before I give the sharing for today or share the Word of God for today, I'd like to say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you glory and honor and praise. We thank you for the new month of November. We thank you that, oh God, this month shall favor us. We thank you, oh God, that we, as we're taking a hold of the gates of the month, oh God, that everything in this month shall be in our favor. I thank you, oh God, that you'll provide for us in this month, oh God, that we will not lack. But God, I thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. But God, that you're about to speak to us, oh God. But God, perhaps it's a word for the month. Perhaps for someone, this is a word that will change their lives. Father, I thank you that you're about to speak to us this morning. And my God, I thank you that you're about to, to do your will and do your way. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, have your way in me. Use me, oh God. Give me the tongue of an orator, O oh Lord. And may I speak your word, oh God, with eloquence and deliver everything that you deposit in my spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. Okay. So the word of God for today comes from the book of Psalm. And we're reading from Psalm chapter 1. Yes, we've read this scripture before, but the word of God has got layers of revelation. And therefore, each and every single day, we see new things from the same scripture. So I'll read uh, Psalm chapter 1 and verse 1 to 2. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the st- in the step of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the lord and who meditates on his law day and night amen today i want to talk about positioning if you look at this scripture there are three positions that have been mentioned it said blesses the man who does not walk one walking two is standing and three is sitting These are the three positions that have been mentioned in the word of God right here. So one thing I want us to understand is that positioning for you to get a blessing, positioning is very important. You have to position yourself. Here the Bible tells us that blessed is the man who does not walk in the way of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners or sit in the company of the mockers. Where you walk, stand, and sit is very important if you want to get blessed. Where you walk, stand, or sit is important if you want to get blessed. Amen. Positioning is important if you want to get blessed. Where is your positioning today? You are asking for a position for a blessing, and you've been praying for a blessing. And for the past month, maybe the blessing has not come. Check your positioning. Where are you walking? Which path are you walking in? Which path are you standing in? And where are you sitting? We, these three positions are very important for you to get your blessing. It is where a seed is planted that causes it to grow. Where the seed is planted is the position of the seed. Now, if you plant your seed in the road, it will not grow. It will not bear fruit. If you plant a certain seed in a soil that is not fertile, it will not grow, it will not bear fruit. So positioning is very important. If you plant a plant that is not a a, a xerophyte and you place it in a dark place, it will not grow, it will not bear fruit. 
So where you position yourself, where you sit, you stand and you and you walk when you want to get a blessing is important. You cannot walk in a different direction if you want a blessing from God. You cannot walk in a certain path that is not godly if you want God to bless you. You cannot stand in the way that is wrong if you want God to bless you. You cannot sit with the wrong people if you want God to bless you. I remember the last time we, 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 I shared on this verse, we were talking about counsel. We are talking about counsel. Positioning in counsel also matters. Your counsel, the people that walk with you, you cannot walk, sit, and stand with the wrong people if you want God to bless you. There are some people that we call blessing leeches. Blessing leeches are people that are around you only to set out your blessing and they leave you with nothing. So positioning is very important. You don't want to position yourself in a place that will cause you to lose your blessing. You don't want to walk in a certain path that will cause you to lose your blessing. Because when you walk, sit or stand, you are the one that is responsible for the positioning. It's not God. God releases a blessing for you. And it's you that makes yourself or positions yourself in the right posture to get the blessing. If you do not position yourself in the right posture to get the blessing, you miss the blessing and that thing cannot be blamed on God. So this month, make sure your positioning is, a, is, is, is a, your paramount uh, concern. Make sure your positioning is right. Make sure your positioning is proper. Make sure you're at the right time, at the right place. This one, yes, I'll repeat it again. Make sure you're at the right time, at the right place, at the right time, being at the right place at the right time. Make sure you're at the right place at the right time. Do not be at the right place at the wrong time or at the wrong place at the right time. Be at the right place at the right time. Position yourself properly and the blessing will fall upon you. Your blessing will fall upon you. This is the month of November, the 11th month of the year. This is the month of the 11th hour. The 11th hour blessings. They are about to fall upon this month. And therefore, we need to literally position ourselves properly and have the right counsel with us so that we can partake of the blessing. If you find yourself with the wrong counsel and walking, sitting and standing with the wrong people, you know one thing about these positions. When you're in a position of walking, you're moving right. If you move into the wrong direction, you will miss your blessing. If you stand, when you're talking about someone standing, someone who's standing, someone who's stationary, which means you've positioned yourself to be still in a certain place. If you're still at the wrong place, you will lose your blessing. And when you're sitting, when you sit in a place, you establish yourself and your territory. And when you're sitting in a wrong place, you will miss your blessing. So this month I pray and we continue to pray. If you are looking for a prayer point for this month, I want you to pray that God, please help me not to position myself in a wrong way that will cause me to lose the blessing you have in store for me. I know you are about to change things in my life. I know you are about to do a new thing. It might not seem like you are about to do a new thing, but I know you are about to do a new thing. It might not look like it. 
but I know you're about to do a new thing in my life that will change my life forever. So Lord, I don't want to miss this blessing and miss my season. So Lord, help me to position myself in the right place at the right time and to move at the right place at the right time to stand, walk and sit and have the proper positioning at the right place in the right time. Standing, sitting and walking or moving are not bad position, but where you stand, sit and walk is the problem. So we want to pray in God, saying, God, position me in the right place so that when I walk, I walk in the counsel of the right people. When I sit, I sit in the counsel of the right people. And when I stand, I'm standing with the right people and I'm standing at the right place. And that's how God will bless me. Amen. Child of God, that's all I have for you today. Please do be a blessing to someone else out there and share the link on your statuses, on your stories, on your your feed, on Facebook, Telegram, however you do it. Just be a blessing to someone else. You are a key to someone's blessing and a key to someone's salvation. Be blessed. Have a blessed November. And may this November be fruitful to you. May this November bring you good tidings. May this November bring you good health and joy and love and everything that you ever needed. In the name of Jesus, I love you all. Stay under the shadow of the Almighty. Jesus from heaven. Hi there, child of God. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the Word of God this morning. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. In the family, we are on a journey of growth, and we grow daily in the Word of God and through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Before I share the Word today, I'd like to say a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, be glorified, be magnified. Have your way. Have your way in our hearts. Have your way in our lives. Abba Father, we come before your throne of grace. We ask that your word penetrates through our hearts. May it set things right, O oh God. Father, I pray for each and every single person, O oh God, for listening, who's listening to me right now. I pray, O oh God, that your word may pierce through their hearts and that, O oh God, you may change their lives, O oh God, completely. In the name of Jesus, I pray that, O oh God, your word may be a transforming word. I pray that, O oh God, your word may come and do the unthinkable, O oh God, that you may bring light into our hearts and our minds. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, use me. Give me the tongue of an orator, Lord, to speak your word as you deposit in my spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. So today, it's a continuation from uh, where we spoke of no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But we're looking at it in a different way. Um, We're looking at how we get, how we ask for forgiveness. How we ask for forgiveness from God. How we ask for, for forgiveness from God after committing a sin. Maybe, maybe it's a sin or iniquity or transgressions. All these are four categories, are categories of sin. Amen. So how do we ask for forgiveness when we get before God? Uh, I remember some other time uh, in the podcast of deceiving God that sometimes we get in to the presence of God. And we literally do not express ourselves fully. But we just get in there and blandly say, God, forgive me for the sins that I've committed. And knowingly and unknowingly. And yet we know the sins that we have committed. And we do not confess them. That we are deceiving God. And that sin that we don't confess 
excuse me becomes an unpardonable sin and, and sorry an unconfessed sin and an unconfessed sin is a tool for the devil to contend against you before the throne of grace because god does not go above his word so today we're looking at how we ask god for forgiveness and we're looking at psalms chapter 51 and psalms chapter 51 if you read the whole of it you will notice that this part david wrote this psalm after he had committed a sin of murder when he had murdered uriah for his wife and at this point in time he was feeling downcast at this point in time he was feeling unworthy but i want us to learn something about how david approached god to ask for forgiveness i'm not going to read the whole chapter but i'm just going to read some few scriptures and we're going to get deeper into them um it says in verse um i'll start from verse four it said against you you only have i sinned and done this evil in your sight that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge behold i was brought forth in iniquity and and sin is sin in my and in sin my mother conceived me pardon me behold your you desire truth in the inward part and in the hidden part you make me to know wisdom I want us to understand this. He said, you desire truth in the inward part. David went before God and he knew that he did something wrong. And in this, in him knowing that he did something wrong, he he knew he had a knowledge and understanding that as he gets into the presence of God, God knows the inner part. So he was like, you desire the truth from the inner part. And this is the truth I have seen before you. And I was conceived in sin. He was not using him being conceived in sin as a justification for the iniquity or the transgression or the whatever sin that he committed. But he was making it plain like, I am a sinner and I know I'm not worthy. Because before you I have seen and you desire truth from me from the inner part. And he goes on to say, Make me hear joy and gladness that my bones, that the bones you have broken may may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquities. Amen. And blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew the steadfast spirit in me. Cast me not away from your presence and do not take away the Holy Spirit from me. Do not take away the spirit from me. Many of us, when we get into the presence of God, we don't ask God to replenish us when we are. We have asked for forgiveness. We plainly ask for forgiveness and then leave knowing that God has forgiven and we've confessed sin and everything. But it is important when we're asking for forgiveness from God, for us to ask God to restore joy. To restore joy. These are levels of asking for forgiveness. You know, like, these are steps of asking for forgiveness. We should, we should ask God for joy. God, give me the joy of salvation. God, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit. Many of us will ask for forgiveness and will go back and commit the very same sin because we didn't ask God to literally clean and cleanse us and make us pure and renew the right spirit within us. We end up quenching the spirit because we continuously commit this sin and we don't ask God to cleanse our hearts that the Holy Spirit will try to minister to you 
that this thing is not right, but you continuously do it, and therefore you end up quenching the spirit. We need to ask God for a clean heart, for God to clean and cleanse us and make us pure. Amen. Verse 12, it says, Restore the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. I'll jump on to verse 16. And it says, For you do not require, desire sacrifice, or else I would have given it, or I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Amen. So that you do not desire sacrifice. You cannot buy the forgiveness of God using sacrifice, using things that you can give unto God. He does not des- delight in sacrifices. But he delights in a broken and contrite spirit. A contrite spirit is a spirit that is remorseful. It is a spirit that is remorseful. When you get into the presence of God and ask forgiveness, you must be remorseful. Do you feel remorseful for what you did or you ask for forgiveness when you are actually, before you pray and ask for anything, you ask for forgiveness because it is a routine. Many of us do it because it's a routine. It's a routine that uh, when you get into the presence of God, you must ask forgiveness. You must show remorse for the sin. God, he, 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 it says that God here, he delights, he, he delights in a broken and contrite spirit. He does not despise those. When you come before God, be intentional about asking for forgiveness. Knowing that God, as you have renewed the right spirit within me, and you have helped, given me the Holy Spirit. Given me the Holy Spirit. Right? As you have given me the Holy Spirit, I will not com- com- commit this sin again. It is possible for you to ask for forgiveness and not commit the sin again. I've heard many people going like, we, we sin daily, Lord, and, and, and commit the same sin daily. It's actually very possible for you to ask God for forgiveness and not commit the sin again. It's possible. And that only happens when you have remorse. When you have remorse for the sin you've committed, you don't want to do the same sin or you don't want to hurt the same person again in the same way. It's remorse. God delights in a contrite spirit. He will not despise a contrite spirit that genuinely asks for forgiveness and is feeling remorse of what they did. If you are broken inside of you and you are contrite and you are remorseful of what you did, God will never despise your asking for forgiveness. He will surely forgive. And this is the last part I will look at before I I end today's uh, sharing. He says, the the psalmist says now in verse 14, say, deliver me from guilt, from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud your righteousness. I want us to look at the part of deliver me from guilt. When we ask for forgiveness, other than asking for a clean heart we need to ask for for deliverance god deliver me from guilt because you know what happens is that when you come and, and get into god's presence and ask for forgiveness and if you don't ask for deliverance the devil tries to use that against you for deliverance just use your guilty conscience against you many of times i've also experienced the same I go and ask God for forgiveness for something that I've committed. And when I'm in the presence of God, I will be remorseful and I do not hide anything. I literally say exactly the way it is. 
And then what happens is that when I come out, because I've not asked God to deliver me from guilt, there is a guilt attack that happens after I leave the presence of God because the devil will attack. And when he attacks, he makes me feel, it will make me feel like God has not forgiven me even though he has. So when we get into the presence of God and ask God for forgiveness, we should ask God to deliver us from guilt. Because guilt is the, one of the de- tools of the devil that the devil likes to use to cause you to go into self-condemnation. Now you see how all these things connect to each other. When he puts guilt, you might have been remorseful in the presence of God and asked for forgiveness and God saw your heart. But if you don't ask God to deliver you from the guilt, even you forgiving yourself will be hard. And that's where the devil uses guilt as an in- ingredient to cook up a, 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 a dish of self-condemnation. And when you condemn yourself, you don't forgive yourself. So when we get into the presence of God and ask for forgiveness, we have to ask God. We have to acknowledge that we have sinned. One, ask God to create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit. Not justify ourselves for the sin that we've committed. Three, four, We have to be remorseful. Five, ask God for deliverance. I'll repeat the five steps again. Acknowledge our sin before God. One. Two, don't justify yourself before God when you're asking for forgiveness. Three, ask God to create in you a clean heart and renew the right spirit within you and not cast you away from God's presence. Amen. Four. Be remorseful. And five. Ask God for deliverance from guilty conscience. These are the five steps that we need to take when we're asking for forgiveness. I pray and hope that from today, the way of asking for forgiveness from God whenever we commit any sin will change. I thank God for this word because it has opened up our eyes for us to know that we don't just get into God's presence and ask for forgiveness and, and go out. There are certain things that need to be done so that we don't experience the same or commit the same sin again. Or we don't blame ourselves after we've asked for forgiveness. Amen. Bless God for the word. Amen. Child of God, that's all I have for you today. I pray this word was a life-changing word for you. It was a life-changing word for me. Surely it has opened up our eyes to see great things. It has enlightened our eyes. It has enlighten the eyes of our understanding amen please do be a key to someone else's salvation and share this word to anyone whom you know let them know what god is saying and let them know how to ask for forgiveness also amen i love you child of god stay under the shadow of the almighty be blessed and be fruitful in the name of jesus in everything that you do may your hands be fruitful may your speech be fruitful let goodness follow you in this month of october of november sorry Amen. I love you all. Kiss from heaven. Mwah.